Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to Fintech Brews and News, brought to you by Central Payments and Falls Fintech. I'm Nikki Rohde. And I'm Trent Sorby. Founders, co-founders, payments professionals, and, well, just people who love brews. This is a place to get a behind-the-scenes look at unique partnerships and ways to bridge the financial gap between banking, startups, and the entire fintech industry. Whether it's a beer or coffee or something else, there's certain to be a brew in every episode. After all, how do we function in this space without it? Each episode, you're sure to take away some good stuff going on in the financial technology space. So without further ado, let's grab a brew. Welcome back to Fintech Brews and News. I'm Nikki Rohde. And I'm Trent Sorby. And today we're going to be talking about a topic I've been waiting for a while to talk about. And it's specifically around this city uh, we call home, which is Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So why are we here? What's so special about Sioux Falls with financial services, entrepreneurship, business, and all the things? And we might as well get it out of the way now. You're looking forward to this because let the audience know you are a Sioux Falls native. Native, through and through. Born, raised, super excited to call this officially home. As a matter of fact, on Brews and News today, we are sporting a very specific glass co-branded with our friends at Woodgrain Brewing down the hall and our Sioux Falls flag. So that's really fun. And yes, uh, Trent's actually told me a time or two gosh, you just love this city so much. It's just maybe over the top. I'm like, is it though? Is it? <laughs> There's a lot of good stories here. There's no question. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit through how Sioux Falls came to be kind of a hub of financial services, um, where that started, what makes it so special today, and just take you a little bit through that journey. Since you have called this place home um, your whole life. We won't say how many years. I almost did. Um, but share with the audience a little bit about Sioux Falls. I mean, I think, you know, it, it is a smaller community and I think we bring people in from all over and, and they don't know a lot about it coming in. What, what, would you, what would you like to tell anybody? Oh, where to start? Well, first of all, I'd say it is in fact pronounced Sioux Falls, not Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls. It's not Sioux City. It's not Sioux City, which happens to be a lovely community in Iowa. Sioux Falls um, is is about metro 250,000 people. Um, in the city, we sit right just shy of 200,000. Um, 1994, I again will withhold my age at the time, but I'll never forget 94, Sioux Falls was awarded Community of the Year. And it really kind of changed the the, I don't know if demographics is the right way to describe that, but the people started flocking to the city looking for that promise of a community of the year. It's really a place where you 
um, find opportunity regardless of who you are, what your backdrop is, and where you come from. Um, the diversity here is really remarkable. Actually, uh, Sioux Falls has a, uh, a hub, a refugee hub, that's only one of seven communities in the United States uh, that really fills that need uh, for certain um, you know, refugee uh, safe places. Trent, if, if it's good with you, why don't you talk a little bit as maybe the older one at the table, um, a little bit of the history of Sioux Falls, maybe stemming back into the 80s. You remember the 80s. Barely. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so there's an attorney here in town, a um, gentleman by the name of Doug Hayek. Doug's a, a longtime, well-known banking attorney here. And Doug does a, a great talk uh, about his experience. He was counsel for Citibank um, when they relocate, relocated to, to Sioux Falls in the mid-80s. And, you know, it, it was interesting to watch coming out of the egg crisis here in the Midwest, um, that move by the state legislature to get rid of usury here in South Dakota, to allow large financial institutions, Citibank's the one that comes to mind all the time, um, to relocate here. You know, I, I, like we talk about incubators all the time here at False Fintech, but I really think that the Citibank experience um, really incubated financial services here. From, we, you, know, you hear the story about six degrees from Kevin Bacon all the time. You ever heard that one? I, I, here in Sioux Falls, it's always six degrees from Citibank. Mm. It's hard not to find folks that can trace their start in financial services either to Citi or at another company that started because it grew out of Citibank. So for people that might not know, you talked about the usury. Expand that a little bit more. What do you mean about the usury laws? So uh, a number of states, not not all of them, but a number of states cap the rate of interest that uh, a financial institution can charge. Um, South Dakota, Citibank back in the 80s uh, was suffering because interest rates were sky high. And because of their location in the usury law in New York, um, they were finding that they simply couldn't charge a rate of interest to make a sufficient margin because what they were paying for deposits was so high. And so think of it very much like a ceiling. And so they were looking for an opportunity um, to establish home base somewhere where you know, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't face what effectively is a price ceiling. And uh, I believe it was between South Dakota and Missouri um, that uh, ultimately uh, they came to South Dakota uh, talked to the governor at the time, um, and uh, it really wasn't long after that. In fact, it was very quick. Uh, the, the legislature went into special session and uh, basically repealed the usury law. And uh, one of the things that's important for Citibank and really all banks in South Dakota, because I get asked this all the time, why are all the banks in South Dakota? Right. Um, well, well-established law um, in the U.S. says a bank can export its its laws around usury and interest rates to any place in the country. So as long as home base is in Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls, or South Dakota, excuse me, South Dakota law governs the rate of interest, even if the borrower is in Arizona, for example. And so obviously um, that was the climate Citibank was looking for. Um, and, you know, when they came, it really, in my mind, um, started this financial services evolution. And you can trace you know, I think ultimately fintech um, here in Sioux Falls, especially, you can trace those roots um, fintech back into prepaid, into subprime credit cards, into prime credit cards, and just backtrack back to ultimately when City came. Yeah, it's really interesting. So, what do you think then after Citibank said, I'm going there, 
And then you start to see others pop up. Um, First Premier Bank, for instance, a really prevalent credit card company, uh, is headquarters here. Yeah, absolutely. And many of those companies that started um, here after City came were ex-Citibank executives who got the entrepreneurial spirit and said, hey, um, I want to start a credit card company. And so you could, I can point to a number of the local companies here that, um, that, were, that were really just offshoots of city. Yeah, super fascinating. The, uh, the additional kind of climate of Sioux Falls and South Dakota holistically has continued to be a place for people to plant businesses. So financial services for sure, but um, even recently Forbes put out an article about us being the number one uh, best small city uh, for businesses and careers. So what do you think contributes to that? I think it's a, I give all the credit to the labor force. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's an, it's an outstanding labor force. Um, in fact, I think the challenge for Sioux Falls economically is finding enough labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, coming out of the pandemic, you know, Sioux Falls, you know, never really lost stride. And so when you're talking about unemployment rates, you know, well below two, barely above one, um, it's a challenge for, for companies that want to grow. Yeah. So um, it's a great climate, but uh, certainly, you know, we, we, need to, we need to attract more people. That's true. And when we launched Falls FinTech in 2020, the idea, as we've talked about on this uh, podcast before, is that companies would come and spend time here for the full uh, 10 or 12 weeks. We haven't been able to do that, but a big part of that draw was the quality of life that there there is to be had here. So uh, no state, corporate, or personal income tax is huge. I think uh, last I knew we were 15% below average cost of, of launching a business. And so there's factors that really serve well for entrepreneurs that maybe don't currently have a headquarters and would be interested in even relocating to Sioux Falls. Yeah, I, I actually, you can almost look at the central payments experience. Uh, when when I started Central Payments with Central Bank of Kansas City, you know, we we had that discussion about where should it be, and I said it has to be in Sioux Falls, not necessarily because I live in South Dakota, but more so that's where the talent is for this space, and so that's it's not it's not a surprising that, you know I think I saw the other day a statistic or someone told me three quarters of the prepaid cards in the country are issued out of Sioux Falls, um, in the various banks located here, and so when when we decided to to plant roots, um, it made sense to be here. And I think many companies look at it very much the same way. So you talk about the talent pool and we know just our executive team here at Central Payments has, I think we've said like a combined 150 plus years of experience in financial services. I think you make up about a hundred of those, I think. I knew you were gonna get one in there. <laughs> I, I knew you. you were gonna get one in there. I had to. Uh, but we've got about 150 years um, of combined experience between the five of us. And most of that is here in Sioux Falls at different payment issuers at different kind of bank program manager, whatever role you want to tie to it, um, primarily because of the foundation that city and the like have laid before us. Absolutely. You know, city to the various credit card companies, you know, and then up pops this thing called prepaid cards, you know, the old bank first, um, now bank corp, uh, and meta, you know, early adopters or early, early issuers of that product. And I think that's, that is because it made sense to build out prepaid cards on top of the infrastructure that supports credit cards. Mm-hmm. They're not the same thing. We talk about that all the time. But boy, they, they utilize a lot of the same resources. Um, so, 
you know, I, I think it, it really starts with credit cards to prepaid cards to fintech. Um, and I think false fintech uh, is a great example of what's the next evolution um, of where Sioux Falls is going in financial services. Yeah, that's right. You know, besides central payments and what we've done here with false fintech, and we've talked about financial services and all the different companies around here. There's a general entrepreneurial spirit in Sioux Falls. We've got our startup Sioux Falls organization that's doing great things uh, for local founders. But the overall vibe and just general kind of attitude towards entrepreneurs here is really fantastic. Very supportive. Um, you know, we talk about the founder experience all the time. Uh, it's important for founders to feel like they're part of a community that, that wants to see them succeed, that wants to do everything that they can to help them succeed. Um, and I think, I think Sioux Falls and I think the state of South Dakota has been, has been really wonderful that way. So marrying up that idea and the local talent pool, Cedar, talk about what we saw with Adam. Just like I was saying earlier, you know, a lot of the financial services companies, you know, started from executives who came with City and then said, hey, I'm, I've, I'm catching the entrepreneurial spirit. I want to go do this. Cedar is a great example. Local company, um, you know, Adam was, uh, you know, in financial services. And then just, you know, you could tell he was learning a lot. And as he began to learn, he said, you know, I, I think I can do this. Um, I've got an idea and I want to run with it. So, you know, to have I know we talk a lot about the geographic reach of false fintech, but it's also been really wonderful to bring one through locally. Um, and, you know, I think Adam and, and, and Cedar Credit Builder is a great example of someone who said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try going at it on my own here. So in addition to him participating in false fintech, he's a little outside the city limits. And you might not even know this yet, but he just got a location, a permanent Cedar Credit Builder location here downtown in Sioux Falls. Across the street. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. you told me that when I saw Right it. above the old pizza joint, which is dangerous. That would be dangerous. That would be dangerous. Not quite as dangerous as the brewery in our building. That is also quite dangerous. But, so in a nutshell, I think that if you trace the history, all the advantages that Sioux Falls has to offer, it was kind of a no-brainer. And although we thought it was going to be a deterrent for people, it has actually been the opposite which is really welcoming. And you live in Brookings. You could absolutely live in Sioux Falls and be happier because last time I checked, Sioux Falls like is the, the tourism. fifth. You like the tourism. I know. Bureau. Maybe I'll have a job in tourism next. Um, Sioux Falls is the fifth happiest place in the country. Uh, so combining all of those things, it really is um, a, a, a fantastic place to be. It's, it's just, it's fun because I, I like to live somewhere that, you know, when, when I go to have lunch, there's a good chance I'm going to bump into someone that you know, an acquaintance somewhere, right? You like cheers, like everybody knows I do, your name, Norm. Um, so I, Sioux Falls is a great example of that. It's hard to go to the, to the grocery store um, without bumping into someone that you know from somewhere. And I think that's really important. I think it's important for startups to, to feel home. One of our sponsors of Falls FinTech is Dakota State University. Talk to people a little bit about the role that they play and why in FinTech and financial services, that's an important university. Yeah, for anybody listening, if you have uh, a young person, I guess it doesn't have to be a young person, if anybody knows of someone who is particularly interested in information technology and cybersecurity, um, we are blessed to have Dakota State, not only as a supporter of Falls FinTech, but to have Dakota State University local um, they are world renowned when it comes to information, data technology, 
uh, and, and their reputation uh, is, is phenomenal. And again, I think that is another one of those factors that makes this such a strong place for startups, a very supportive educational system. DSU, we talk about DSU because you know, there's so much overlap with our business, but really all the universities. Uh, it's, it's great. Young people coming out of those universities have choices, right? They could move to Minneapolis or they could move to Kansas City or Chicago. So many of them stay here. And, and so the more that stay, the more, the more entrepreneurial, the bigger the entrepreneurial pool. That's right. And on that note, with talent, something that we've found is our alumni and even those that didn't make the accelerator per se, have looked to us as the fintech hub of the Midwest and talk about, I need a fractional employee, a C-level somebody, I need an intern. So in the next few months, we're building out a hiring board where people can look to us and say, I need some tech talent. I need some bank expertise. I need compliance resources. Uh, I need a variety of different roles that fit in what I need for building out my fintech company. And so we're gonna start to be that resource that provides those uh, those options. Fantastic, because recruiting has changed. Whether it's pandemic related um, or not, I'm not entirely sure, but recruiting is different. Uh, clearly when you know, you're talking about sub 2% unemployment, you gotta be doing some creative things to get your message out and and to attract top-notch talent. And it's not easy. It's not easy for a new company like Central Payments or False Fintech. Um, we have to be very, very creative. It, there's, it's almost, it's almost, it's a new type of marketing is the way I look at it. And, and so our marketing, as much as we wanna talk about growing our business, we do a lot of marketing to attract talent. It's interesting that you go there because the new world order for talent and just coming out of the pandemic Lord willing, um, is 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 different. Everything's different. What's the new normal? Things like that. So again, if we wrap up the idea of why Sioux Falls and this local impact that we have or have not, as we think about coming out of this pandemic, what do you see happening with the talent pool, the hiring, working a little bit more virtually, and how does Sioux Falls kind of play in that space? I, I always joke. I think I think we've all. I think. Everyone in South Dakota is well prepared to work virtually because usually Mother Nature forces us to work virtually a few times every winter. So when I know when, when we went remote uh, at Central Payments at the beginning of the pandemic, it was pretty much a no-brainer for us because we end up having to work remote anyway um, when 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 Mother Nature says says so. I think that actually is going to bode very well for the city because I think now companies will be more and more will be more able to attract talent from other parts of the country without insisting on a relocation. So hopefully that, that, that enlarges the labor pool a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You start to see these threads throughout the community that are all about humanity, a quality of life, a kindness factor that really resonates through people, whether we're down the hall having a beer and meeting a flight attendant for that matter, that says, what is it about the people in this area? And we get these tags of Midwest nice and passive, you know, demeanors and things like that. But I would go so far as to contend it's the humanitarian factor that's woven throughout uh, everybody that is present in this community. And I think we, we've talked, obviously, a whole show about Sioux Falls, but I think it's important to note what's good for Sioux Falls is good for South Dakota. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at what Sioux Falls has done to the neighboring communities. And, 
you know, the way in which they've grown um, because of the metro area. Wait, is there another community in South Dakota besides Sioux Falls? <laughs> yes, there is, as okay. a matter of fact. Good to know, good to know. So yeah, it's it really is, it's a fun place to be and does have that spirit of um, success and helping everybody succeed. So proud to be home, hashtag one Sioux Falls, and we're gonna go. Are you gonna run for mayor? That. I don't know, Paul Tenhagen. Look Careful. out, Paul. Until next time, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to Sioux Falls. There you have it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of FinTech Brews and News. Keep up with all the content and cool stuff happening at Falls FinTech and Central Payments by checking out our website, our YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on our next episode. I'm Nikki Roby. And I'm Trent Sorby. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 